This is Francois, Tennessee with Royal Realty Group brokered by EXP. The market's really crazy these days. You're going to need someone you can trust to help you with buying, selling, and finding investment properties. Feel free to give me a call 214-704-4749 and also follow us on all social media platforms at Royal Realty Group TX. Now enjoy the show with Cuff and Mo. We've talked through social media, you know, we've had some conversations and uh, we've told you like the biggest key to all of it is just to start. So now that you've decided to start, what is your what is your process look like? What does your day to day look like? Like what are some of the things you've had to overcome just to take that first step forward? Uh, so you have to get over that initial I'm going to fail. Right. Because that's what you think immediately. And I just decided that I've been thinking about it for a long time. Right. So be about it. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, let's just let's just get it going. Like we've planned. We thought I've thought about it for so long years now. Um, and it's just time to to get it rolling. And thanks to y'all. And your story, really. another great episode of the vision lab podcast in partnership with next creative i'm your host ryan cuffey alongside my co-host mr ryan mosley the vision lab is the official growth mindset podcast for all visionaries worldwide show mad love to the cigar community it's here in the lab where we uncover people's visions and dreams and how those dreams actually come into reality folks it's all about tapping into and becoming the absolute best versions of ourselves through self-examination, self-discovery, and self-actualization. Yo, Mo, we're here, man. And I'm I'm very, very excited. And honestly, I'm I'm honored and humbled that we, we're we're doing this podcast. Who we got on the show today? Cuff today's guest, the native of Springtown, Texas, as mm. we found out before we turned these That's microphones right. on. Uh, <laughs> a a a a friend of ours. Um, and you know a friend of the show too. Friend of the show, follow the show, fan of the show. Much yeah. appreciated. Yeah. Um, and and as we're gonna dive in here, she decided to kind of start her own thing after being inspired by us. Which when we first started this thing off what three four years ago. Like we said, it's not even about us. It's about impacting other, other people. Impacting other people. Um, please welcome Nia to the show. Thank you. Thank what you. Up? Thank so, you guys for welcoming me. I, I'm I'm so honored and humbled um that you reached out and and you said hey look this is what i'm thinking about doing i just want to pick your brain and and we had a really um good dialogue mm -hmm. for a couple of hours almost um and so it's, it's it's such an honor to have you into the lab and so i wanted to for people to see what it looks like to actually start you know a lot of times mo we're talking about take the step take the step and we you know we've done that on our own personal journeys which is cool but I think it's really important for people to see 
someone that's live in flesh that there's that's taken some of the the episodes that we've done in the throes of it and then they're applying it so shout out to you ma'am thank you thank you guys so where did this all start right like you were the host of the sms sensei podcast um obviously we'll let all the visionaries know when you officially launch it but you know obviously you know we've had plenty of conversations but just where what is the, the genesis of it all the inspiration behind it so i guess it kind of started on my you know the fact that I've known so many people who've talked about podcasts and how important that they've shaped their lives. And I didn't really take it seriously. When you guys said you were starting a podcast, I thought, oh, you know, cool. Somebody I know I can relate to. So that was kind of like the first little baby steps into what a podcast is. And y'all kind of laid out that foundation. Then I started on my own journey looking for things that were interesting me at the time, which at the time was manifestation. Right. I could, I knew that I was a manifester from the time I was young, but I didn't know what it was. I never even heard that word, but I knew I was doing it. I knew that I was making things happen. And so it inspired me to want to share that with other people, what I've learned throughout my journey. And, you know, coming from a household of everybody telling you what you can't do, mm. you know, no, you can't do that. You can't go to college. No, don't even think about the military. Like, came from a big military family. So it was just stuff like that. I just kept hearing, no, 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 you're just gonna be a housewife. Well, guess who isn't a housewife during this time when I'm growing up like nobody. So right. I had to be my own role model. I was the only child. I didn't even have like siblings to look up to. Uh, you know, cage that with being super religious from my parents. You know, it was a very sheltered environment. So. I've only ever had myself to kind of move myself forward. So, well, you know, I certainly applaud you and commend commend you for 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 stepping out on faith. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of us have we all have our backgrounds and, and baggage, whatever you want to call it. But what is it about now that makes you actually want to take the step forward? Um, I have kids. Obviously, that's my favorite label, being a mother. Um, so my daughter's 17 and my son is 21, but for the longest time I was a single parent. So that was my biggest hat. Like, that's what I did. I love my kids more than I love myself at the time. And I would do anything for them. But now that they're older, now that I have that freedom and I've really started to get into like what I'm interested in and like focusing on myself, cause it's hard to do, especially when you're a single parent. So it's the time is now Stella is getting her groove back. Uh oh, uh oh, come on yeah. now. All right. So, you know, we always talk about, we're giving the voice to the voiceless and not saying that you don't have a voice because certainly you do, but your voice was suppressed for so many yeah. years, you know, by your own admission. Right. How does someone go from not being able to speak their, their mind or, or, or project their opinions to full bore? I'm going to have a podcast and I'm just going to share what I think self-love mm, really talk us through that it. journey i found it literally not even six months ago i'm mm. not lying to y'all i went through an ordeal with my daughter we're talking about years and years of just feeling like we were in the like pits of despair and then to find a therapist which is the truth because i i put myself in therapy and she literally said one thing to me like What's the worst that's going to happen? You can't control everything. You're falling apart. Mm -hmm. 
and it took an outsider telling me that she could physically see that I'm falling apart. And it was at that point that I thought, what are you doing? How can you be there for your kids? How can you be that role model for them if you're not taking care of yourself? And so it started. It really started with taking a bath. Mm. Taking a bath and putting a note on the door that I'm going to be in here for 30 minutes. Don't anybody bother me. That started it. Literally. That advice started it. What was the, and, and maybe you just said it, right? I'm big on like inflection points or fork in the roads, forks in the road rather. I mean, was it your daughter telling you this or the therapist telling you like, hey, you're falling apart? It was my, it was the therapist because at the time I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. I thought I'm doing everything a parent's supposed to do when your kid's going through crisis, when your kid really needs you, you're supposed to be there. And what I realized through going to therapy was how I was behaving was codependent, mm. right? So a word that I, I went to school for psychology, I knew all about it. And yet when she told me, I looked at her like, what? Like what? Like I don't understand. And it took- It registered when she said that. Right. And then I was like, I'm hurting her. Like I'm over loving her. Uh, the love that I didn't give or I didn't get as a child, I was over loving. So you overcompensated. So I was, yeah, I was being mom and dad. And, and was, you're making up for what you didn't get as a exactly. child. Exactly. So we're talking about probably smother mother, mm. <laughs> if I had to guess. Um, but I think that that was like the turning point. I remember leaving that therapist and thinking that's it, like my life has changed because now I'm gonna focus on me. What's the biggest change you made once that, once once you, that inflection point, that lightning rod, if you, what's the first thing you changed? It was all about me. What I wanted, how I felt, like I, no longer did, did my feelings register as what her feelings were or what she was going through. It was about what am I doing? What goals am I making? Where am I going? and kind of setting off onto that journey. With your daughter, having gone through crisis, and first of all, hope and pray that all is well in that accord. She's so good now. Thank good. You. Thank um, you. Obviously, you, you, by your own admission, you talked about smothering her, right? Loving your child. Um, how difficult is it for you to finally say, I'm going to love myself first so that I can be a better love for you? Because it sounds good. sounds easy. And, yeah. and you know, when we say it, but the actual practicum of doing that is actually really difficult. Mm -hmm. So that first moment where your daughter, where you may feel like your daughter needs you or, or the old you would have shown up and, 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 you know, displayed whatever type of behavior, how challenging was that for you to kind of decipher what the best way to, you know, treat her was? Like it was the hardest thing in the world to do, to actually follow what my therapist like she had to give me a script because I, I just laid it all out I was like here are all my cards like I don't know what to do I've done everything I've been in counseling I've been you know in school for counseling and she said literally just tell her this every single time that it comes up every single time that she needs you and it's inappropriate anytime that you're feeling guilty for whatever it may be she wanted to do something and I said no for whatever reason and I followed it and I could literally see it changing her I could see that she, I was getting through to her and we weren't yelling 
I wasn't crying. I wasn't begging her because that's the point where we had gotten to, you know, where it was just, what can I do? What can I do? Help me help, help me help you. Like, well, I'll do anything. I'll do anything, you know, give my life if it came to it. So I could see it. And I knew then that that, that was the right answer, the answer that I'd been looking for, but I didn't realize myself that I needed help, mm. you know? So the process has begun. You start to self-love. Yes. You, you now kind of cut the cord or, or, you know, allow your daughter to figure things out on her own, which is, uh, you know, a higher version of parenting. Right. Um, so then you realize that, hey, I do have a voice and, and you start to want to um, get that voice out. So then you say, hey, I'm going to do a podcast. So right. I'm super interested because we like I said before in the intro intro, a lot of people hear us and a lot of people watch and listen to our episodes. And we always talk about get going, get going, get going. What does the process look like now that you're actually getting your podcast off the ground? And by the way, this is not just about podcasts, right? It's about growth and, and, yes. and self-love and, and self-improvement. Yes. So I've just started putting things in line. You know, I've started getting my social media together. I have purchased my domain. I've started the process of building my own website. Um, my original goal was to to put some blogs out there and just kind of put the story out there and see kind of what resonated um, and then build a like a podcast off of kind of the, the people that I started to build in this community. Um, but now I feel like it's time to just get it going. So that's kind of the plan. So the plan is once I get that started to start getting the, the content created and and getting it live in this process how cumbersome has it been for you i work full-time right i still have kids full-time and i have a relationship that i'm trying to manage so it is challenging but i think that going back to that self-love i don't overextend anymore not for my day job you know and i also don't do it at night you know if 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 I'm tired, if I need to take a break, then that's just how it is. You know, I, I focus on what my body needs and I ask my body, what are you feeling? Can you keep going? Do we need to stop? Is my brain overworked? Because I'm a researcher by nature. Mm. So I'm constantly, if I, if I hear something that like sparks me, I'm just onto it. Like I want to know everything, everything I can possibly know. How, and I'm glad you brought that up. Cause this is something that I suffered with and, and Mo being my balance, my counterpart, you know, a lot of times when you're starting something or you have a desire to start something, and we've talked about this on the show, you know, it becomes a paralysis by analysis, right? Uh, have you found yourself in that? Because you, you're a researcher. You just want to learn as much as you can, but it's it's hard to hit that, that start button or put the gas, you know, push the gas pedal down. Yeah. And it is difficult. It is being your own boss. And what does that look like? Because... Yeah. I've always worked for somebody else, you know, and I've ran my household, but, you know, I also am kind of a floaty type of Pisces. Like to me, it's, it's just about, you know, growing in love and learning and gaining as much knowledge as possible. And, you know, that that's kind of like where I'm, I'm constantly at. So it's hard when I'm trying to like rein it all in and focus on what I need to actually do to get it started. It's difficult. 
Well, I know you're going to figure it out. I am going to figure it out. I mean, I've already we're already there. We don't even know it, right? We haven't even caught up. It's it's a uh, it's amazing. You know, we we make plans, and I you know you and I had talks. I told you was get a notebook, right? And so she came in today. She's got a notebook. Yeah. Um, and I think when you when you find yourselves, especially in the beginning phases, and he and I went through it. It's there is the the paralysis by analysis. It's 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 a balance, right? Because he is very much research, 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 and I'm very much like give me the cliff notes and we just got to go. Yeah. Like sometimes you got to build a boat as you push it off the dock. And so from a from a process standpoint, you know, I use the word difficult, but what I'm really hearing, you can stop me if I'm wrong. What's the scary part about it? That's a good question. That's what you're really saying. It's opening up my life to the world. Um, and I don't really like the spotlight on me at all. So it's overcoming that initial fear which I know I will get past it but like that's initially like that original like do you really want to do this do you really want everybody to know about your life even if it's going to help somebody and the answer always goes back to yes that's why I'm here um but that that's initially the 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 thought process for me I'm not you know someone who likes a lot of attention and, and stuff like why, that. Why do you why do you put I'm your just, hand this way? I mean, I don't know. It's a defense mechanism. You said she, <laughs> doesn't, she doesn't like being the center of attention. No, but she, she's doing this. <laughs> so it's a, it's, it's a it's a imaginary force. Field. Oh, okay. I kind of felt like she was Thanks, wink, mom. wink over here. I don't know. You are a Leo. I'm all about astrology. So mm. I know. Go ahead, Mo. Say say I what know. you love to say about Leos. Oh, thirsty. <laughs> thirsty ass Leos. All right, listen, we're going to take a quick break and give a, get a shout out from uh, one of our sponsors, Miss Edwina Brown from Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge. Hey, everyone. Edwina Brown here, owner operator of Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge. We're located at 1604 North Interstate 35E in Lancaster, Texas. We would love for you to come see us. We stand on the three C's, which are cigars, our community, and our culture. Cigars, we have over 300 SKUs in our humidor, and it's still growing. Come check it out, a massive humidor. We also love our culture here, which we're about customer service, as well as community, which is why we're excited to partner with the Vision Lab podcast. So come check us out. Shout out to EB. So I, I've got to ask this, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, at this stage in your life, the biggest question I have for you is why? Why do this? You don't have to do this. You don't have to um, work on yourself, self-improve. You know, you got a job. You, you're in a relationship. Like, why this and why Why the podcast? Why now? Uh, legacy. Like, that's all I keep thinking of is what What are you leaving behind? What, what did you – how did you value – the earth you know what did you how did you use your gifts because everybody has gifts and it's just a matter of touching into that and mm. like spreading it with the world and this is my gift is spreading love like it's it's all really that i feel constantly it encompasses me so we talked last week um and one of the things that was really really interesting to me was the word manifestation. Yes. And you, you said this earlier in the show that it's a gift that you have, right? That, and you've, you've known this for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, what does that look like? And, and when you say, I, I know how to manifest, break that down. It's hard to. Um, I really, 
found out about it again at the beginning of this journey. I found this podcast, this wonderful woman, Michelle Wolf. Um, she talked about human design, which I'd never heard of before in my entire life. Um, but it goes deeper than astrology because it talks about like the the way the stars and everything were aligned, the day that you were born, the location down to the minute and the hour that you were born. Like it kind of gives you like a blueprint of what you were meant to do in this world. And it just kind of explains things, maybe why you do things this or that way. I'm still very brand new into it and it's very complicated if you ever look at it, but it's very interesting. And it talks about manifestation as far as I am a manifester. So literally anything that I think of truly, if I wanted it, I could get it. Just to challenge a little bit. Is that different for anyone else? Cause no. manifestation and manifesting that's a buzzword. It's a keyword that that's been floating around for six, seven, eight years. If I think it, I can achieve it. All that yes. type of stuff. Right. Yes. Like, are you any different? No. Okay. No. And I wanted you to be able to say that so people understand yeah. like no. they have that ability Everybody, as well. Yeah. Every single person, go get your human design chart. It's free. Um, where, do they, where can they get that at? Uh, you can look it up at jovian.com, J-O-V-I-A-N.com. There's also mybodygraph.com. A couple of them have free ones that you can look into. It's very interesting. Some of them make you pay for the information, but it's worth it. Or you can do your own research. You know, once you get kind of the design and in, in, in what it is that you're special at and, and things like that, you can learn more about it. But manifestation, it is, it's, it's not based on your thoughts, actually, it's based on your heart. Mm. So when people try to manifest from their thoughts, things get wonky because, well, you're, you're, you're grounded by your heart, by your chakras. It's, it's a whole thing. But anyway, but so you start manifesting with your brain. And that's probably how I manifested when I was younger, because I didn't know any better manifested things like my mom coming back home, my parents staying together, that kind of thing. But what you don't realize is because you don't know really what you're doing, you're kind of just setting that intention out into the atmosphere. It all just <laughs> comes back down to how important your thoughts are. When she's talking, it reminds me of uh, the book, The Secret. Oh, in for sure. To like the, the, like you just said, when you're young, you're not really conscious of it. But you know, re for those of you who have not read, read the book, The Secret. It's a great book. And it's really about, all about the energy that you put out there and what you put your your energy behind, the, the your forward motion behind. Eventually, it, it comes back. And as you get older, obviously, you start to have a little bit more. Um, uh, what's the word? You're, you're more aware of what you're putting out there. And so that's why you have to really focus your energy on whatever it is you're trying to to, to accomplish. And in, in The Secret, it talks about a lot of times we're in fear of what we don't want to, of what we don't want to happen, or what we don't want to become, but we're not conscious of the fact you're really putting the energy out there, and eventually that comes back to you. Mm -hmm. So it's talking about being, be very conscious of, focus on what you want to do as opposed to focus on what you're not trying to do. Yeah. Exactly. And so, um, you know, another word that you that you've used a lot during our conversations is being an empath, mm -hmm. right? We're gonna talk. We're about to get into like the actual show, but manifestation, being an empath, can you kind of talk about? your I'd say your role right but what that what that entails when it comes to you personally being an empath for me it's very difficult from 
the time I can remember, because I'm Pisces too, like I'm just sensitive by nature. So being an empath means that if someone's hurting next to me, I can pick up on that pain and I can feel it. And sometimes before you know you're an empath, you think it's your own pain and you start to feel depressed and you don't really know why. And, you know, I grew up my whole life thinking I was depressed when really I was you were feeling, for everything I else was around feeling you. So many, so many different other people's pain that I thought it was mine and I couldn't understand why I was so miserable when I didn't feel miserable, even as wild as my upbringing was. But no, it's, it's definitely, it's hard. I can even watch TV and movies and if they're a good enough actor or if they're really feeling pain at the time, I can pick that up and I, I'll cry. Like, you know, I cried on the way out here listening to a song, you know, so it. So no. um, I, the, the chakra. Talk about that, because that's super important. Right. So we we all have chakras, right? Aligning our body and. You need to keep them balanced. Um, and you can awaken them if you do meditation and some people use outside things like crystals. I don't really do any of that. Like I'm just kind of a natural, just from the sun, some good water. But I mean, literally meditation will get you aligned and, and being aware, like you can kind of feel, you can feel the energy when you're like solar plexus is, is being moved from something. It's like a vibration within you. You can feel it from time to time. And sometimes you just don't know what it is. So look into, look into that, look into finding a healer, something that eventually I will be able to do as well. So you had said before that your chakra was always open or open. My crown chakra. Okay. So, yes. So, it's always open. So, I'm constantly getting ideas from everywhere. It makes me feel like I'm crazy. Um, I do get lots of weird ideas. When I'm with a group of people, things will just start popping off. And, you know, like I used to tell my cousin all these crazy ideas that I had all growing up. Just stuff that just comes to me that I feel like we could have done to make, like, all this money. And, you know, but it's just me. So, SMS Sensei is the podcast. Yes. What is the show about? So, the way that I see it is SMS stands for sun, moon, and stars. So, the universe, right? The universe to me equals love. And that's what I'm trying to share is the love that I have for myself, how you can potentially get that too, and also just learn some different things that I've picked up and continue to pick up throughout my journey because I'm brand new. I still consider myself a baby like in this journey. So I know things will continue to grow and, and you know, flow and who knows where it's going to end up. But that's kind of where it's going to start is spreading universal love. I, I love it because not only are you starting your journey, right? Your self-healing, self-love journey. You're starting the podcast journey and people can come along with you mm -hmm. and actually see because the more you do something, the, the better you become at it, the the more strong you are, et cetera. So people are going to get a chance to actually watch you grow yes. in real time, in yes. real time, which is yes. super dope. I think so. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, one of the elements to your show, we haven't gotten into this, is, is with uh, your partner. Yes. Right. Which is a very interesting dynamic. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about that? So my partner, Apollo Alex Sorde, is currently in prison. 
the universe brought us together. We'll go into that definitely in a lot more detail. Although I don't really want the podcast to be focused too much on our relationship, but just the fact that he is such a knowledgeable person who has found himself in prison and somehow our souls got connected to where we met and we just vibed and we just, from day two that we were talking, I mentioned the podcast and he was like, he didn't even know what a podcast was. I mean, he's been incarcerated since he was 17. So he's lived his whole life there. So he was saying that it was funny because his whole dream had been to do like a, a radio show because yep. they listen to the radio a lot. And, uh, I thought that was adorable because I listen to music constantly. So I totally get it. Like it's was my outlet and is my outlet, you know, still to this day, but I really, I really like that. I really liked it. Cause he's definitely got a voice for, for radio. And, and what I love about this, right. Is that you're, you're stepping into your own stepping outside of who you used to be. Um, there's always apprehension, anxieties and nervousness whenever, whenever someone starts something new, but you're, you're facing your fears, you're running towards fear, right? But you got a whole different, you know, challenge or element that, that exists with having your co-host not be right next to you, yes. right? Or the fact that, you know, every time we interview or we talk or we have a podcast, there's, there's cost associated with it, right? You're focused on the cost. He pays for it. Well, it's not even that. Yeah. I, I, I need people to understand. It's a different the, dynamic than a normal the, podcast yeah, setup. The, it's a different dynamic, and you're willing to face those challenges and, and push through them. Right. Because pe what people need to understand is that no matter what you want to do in life, there's always going to be some type of test or adversity that you're going to have True. to push through. And so I think it's very pertinent and poignant for you to you know kind of talk about that. Yeah. It is going to be difficult. We've talked about that a lot. You know, I've tried a couple of different softwares like recording calls between us. And, um, you know, I mean, I think it's going to be fine. Like I realize it is going to be challenging. That is going to be an added part to it. But he's so willing to help and take on anything he can you know, from even his position. So I feel totally supported. I would say the fact that you guys have already come to grips, like, okay, this is this, these are the cars we have right now, and we're going to play them the best we can. That's a big part of the first step, right? Yeah. I mean, when we when he and I first started, I remember I read an article and it said there's a graveyard of podcasts that barely make it six <laughs> yeah. months. That's right. And for whatever reason, whether it's finances or again, people just struggling just to to take that real first step in real life yeah real life and then take the first step and you take the second step so on and so forth so kudos to you guys for being able to recognize okay this is what we got to deal with for right now but we're going to push through it right. I, I think that is that is major in regards to you getting the show off the ground thank you so since we're talking about uh sms sensei what can people expect from the show i mean we're going to just talk about various topics i mean one really important thing is He's a poet, um, which I feel like is rare. Like, or I don't know, maybe I'm just out of touch, but um, he writes. So in between him writing and like our correspondence, because we also write, I have started to delve into poetry. Maybe it's like him like kind of coming through me in that aspect. But uh, so that's, that's a, definitely a topic. You know, he is very passionate about 
kids, you know, coming from a really bad background. So there's, I feel like there's going to be some, it is going to be love. It is going to be relationships. It's going to be astrology. You know, I'm going to talk about human design. I'm going to talk about Reiki. I'm going to talk about my interest, his interest. He, you know, is really focused on religion. You know, he has a lot of different views. And I think that um, we're also going to try to find a way to incorporate guests and we also would like to hear from other people in the prison. I feel like that's also kind of important too, which of course, when I thought about my podcast originally, I didn't think of any of this, but right. you know, I mean, it's, it's what, it's what God brought me is really how I view it. So we are gonna, gonna make it happen. I, I want to stay in, you know, in the podcast and talking about the podcast, but I'm very, very curious. And for those that are watching, um, how do you balance your, your faith or religion with when you're talking about astrology and you're talking about like the universe, right? Like, can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, I don't really want to make it complicated, but it's the way I really view it and, and probably look at it is the way I have since I was young. I've been praying since I even knew how to pray. Um, so I always knew that there was a divine intelligence, although I didn't think to call it that. But to me, I feel like spirituality, which is really more that where I'm at as opposed to being like in a religion, like a set religion, I feel like I'm just taking it as it's the source, regardless of how you get it. Obviously, things like the stars and in astrology do affect you. I mean, that's undeniable. I mean, science. But again, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really... I don't really put it out there like I'm any one religion or I believe in any one faith. Unfortunately, I feel like because of how I was raised that I've always just felt like I have my own relationship with God and whatever that looks like to me, like I'm happy with it. Like I feel strength that way. Love it. I think that's, you said it, you have your, and we all, those of us who believe, right? Everyone has their own individual relationship with God. I don't think that, that you have to apologize for it, right? Like we all have our own journey. We all have our own walk, if you will. As we dig a little bit deeper into the show, when it comes to, I use the word religion, faith, spirituality, all that, what do you think is going to be one of the biggest hurdles or obstacles, if you will, from your spiritual standpoint as you kind of go down this road? Because what we've, to, what we've told you is you're going to find things out about yourself that you have yet to discover. That's right. Very true. So I guess you mean struggle as in far as far as the podcast or like or what, no like, like so, what, my, what, so what's about to happen is you're gonna you're gonna know a different side of yourself. Are you do you have any apprehension in regard to that? Is like really having to like especially given the circumstances you're gonna be trying to put put this show together. Mm -hmm. Do you have any apprehension about? getting to a deeper layer of Nia. No, I actually embrace it and I surrender. Like I literally surrender. My biggest thing is not allowing yourself to resist. Like the feelings come over you, accept them, thank them and move them along if they're not serving you. Like that's how I truly believe. So I know, I know what you're saying because I can already feel it. Believe me, I can already feel it. I feel it in my manifest, like in my meditation, not my manifestations, but in my meditations, I can see it. I see the dark cloud. So I know, so I know that it's coming. 
But I mean, that's part of it. That is part of it. What does it look like to be, and we kind of know this to a degree, but like, what does it look like to, to finally be fully exposed, right? And, and, and put yourself out there on wax for the world to see or hear? I feel like it's almost freeing. Like it's shedding that other layer, that other, that what you tried to hide from everybody else for so long and now you can just be free. You can just tell your story. You can just let it be. You can let it go. You can just move on almost. Yeah. I mean, and I'm a big, like, I feel like that's a big component anyway. I don't, I don't try to think about the past. It comes up occasionally, but I really try my hardest to just focus on this moment right now. What am I doing right now for me? What am I doing right now for my business? And that's really it. That's I the love focus. it. I love it, man. It's um, it's cool to see like somebody else kind of be in this position in the sense of like we've kind of been through Hit that. Hit the part. rewind button. Yeah, like and, and, you know, as she's talking, I'm replaying the different things that we've had to overcome and the, the different layers that that we've discovered about ourselves as we've as we've gone through this journey, right? Like we're way further down the road, but I think it's really cool that you know, like I so said, you're not naturally like an extrovert in that sense, but you are you are clearly you're. You know, we all know each other, but you're you're way more comfortable being center stage than than what we've ever known you to be that, that is so true You're and way and more comfortable than now than you i'm were very years surprised ago. so it's really cool to see that growth yeah a hundred percent like is that something that you've worked on or you just like fuck it i'm in it very much well because for a long time i didn't understand why i always felt so and i hate this word but segregated like i i always just noticed there was like a little bit of a buffer between me and like let's just say I'm going out to a club or something. And my cousin, who is all out there, just like pulls dudes like left and right. But I almost repel dudes. And I don't, I mean, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but it was something that I thought I was putting out there. And then like learning from my human design, like that's part of my makeup is I don't do bad energy. Like I just don't do bad energy. And so if you're coming at me with bad energy, my natural defense is just going to be to repel you. That way you can't even get close to me. And then if you try to go on past that, then we'll see. You know, I'm always up for a good conversation. But <laughs> I definitely have noticed that I will look people in the eyes, something I didn't do before. Mm. You know, something that I was ashamed. I was ashamed of who I was. Ashamed of being in this body that I never really felt like fit. You know, I didn't really understand. Again, it kind of goes back to that not having the role models that people have now, and I'm so grateful for. But so that you do feel like you do look like everybody else, you are like everybody else, even though we're all uniquely different. Since you've been on this journey of self-love, one of the things I was thinking about today in preparation for the show was kind of like a self-speak mantra. But a little bit deeper than that, um, I think we take we oftentimes take things for granted, like you get up if you have a nine to five or, or if you, you're an entrepreneur or whatever, and you have a list of things that you need to do. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think we give ourselves enough credit for scratching things off the list or, or checking things in the box. Right. And so I'd, I'd accomplished a couple of things. And believe me, by by no stretch is this like something amazing. Like it's not like groundbreaking or me <laughs> moving mountains, but. At the same time, and the fact that you're knocking out specific tasks or goals, we should be applauding our own selves and patting ourselves on the back 
even for the smallest minute things. Um, and so I say that to say, I think you need to really give yourself a pat on the back, even though you haven't necessarily, you know, had an episode launch or, or anything like that, but you, you're taking the steps. And I think that within itself is commendable. And I think everyone out there that, that's watching or listening, you know, congratulate yourself along the way. You, yes. you, you talk about it a lot. You know, oh, I'm, I'm, building, I'm, the, I, building I, the ship as, you, as yeah, you're in the boat. Yeah, build, building the boat. But sometimes you just got to get the frame and, and, and push it off the dock. But be proud of the fact that, you know, you, that you got the frame put up. together. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm, 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 I am, I'm guilty as charged when it comes to not celebrating the small wins, right? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, you and I have had numerous talks about the stuff that I'm working on, and my mindset is, is that, unfortunately, I have a, I have, there's a part of me that's like, until until it is, the goal or mission is truly accomplished and complete, I don't celebrate the small individual wins. Like, I'm a lot better now than I used to be. Like, I can take a step back and be like, man, look at the, look at the 75 steps you've taken. Yeah, you got, you got another 25 to get knocked out, but the old version of me wouldn't even recognize the 75 percent of the work that's been done the, the old version would be like hey you haven't done anything yet versus now i am in a little bit better spot to where i can take a i can take a 30 30 second break or a 30 minute break and take a deep breath and say man look at what you have done yeah literally you know my whole thing i love quote unquote getting it out the mud i love it and there's the 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 crux of that is is that being an entrepreneur all that type of stuff you're you're so you're so consumed by, okay, what's the end goal? What's the mission that we, we get lost in the fact that like, Hey, you have really taken a major step forward towards whatever it is you're trying to get done. But we're so in the throes of it. You can't see the forest from the trees. Cause you're just so you got the tunnel vision. Okay. I'm doing this. And it's like, man, you, you're almost out of the forest. You don't even realize it yet. So, um, it's, again, it's, it's, it's all relative to your situation and, and, and the journey that you're on. And yes, you do have to celebrate the small wins. I mean, seven told us a couple of weeks ago, you know, you might find yourself in a grocery store and be like, man, the line's been too long. Well, you know, thank goodness exactly. you got the legs to stand in line. That's right. Because exactly. somebody's always got it worse. And you have to be able to be in a position where you can recognize, hey, you are going in the right direction. It might not be as fast as you want to go some days, but remember, you're going in the right direction. That's right. And slow down just a little bit. Just, I don't believe in that. I'm go. I'm a thousand miles Right. Now. But just slow down for yourself. Like, that's that's really what I've been trying to do because I'm like you. And I want to go and I want to go, go, go. But I also only have so much energy. And when I'm done, I'm done. And I literally just can't move forward. So slowing down, asking your body what your body needs. It's very important. You know, and that goes with sleep and food and even the clothes you put on. Do I want to wear this today? Do I want to wear that? You know? Just ask your body because, I mean, that's that's what's leading you. That's what's giving you the stamina to stand here, to sit here, to smoke these cigars and, you know, to make other people's visions happen. Love it. She said the magic word. Oh, I'm telling you. Um, this is the Vision Lab. <laughs> what is the long-term vision for Nia, Apollo, and the SMS Sensei podcast? I don't try to think too far in the future. I like I, I do try to stay present. I don't I don't really foresee it doing anything other than hopefully helping somebody. Um, I do think that it will evolve into something else. So for right now, I just really hope that it's entertaining and I hope that somebody gets something from it and you know, they keep coming back. 
Well, we would be remiss if we did not give you an opportunity to drop your social media handles. How can our visionaries follow you? By the way, visionaries, please make sure you guys go and follow Nia uh, and her podcast. Subscribe to it. Um, All of the above. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So smssensei.com, the same for Instagram and Facebook. Gosh. Beautiful. Well, is that time? It is, sir. Yes, sir. So we're going to land the plane, as as we call it. Here we go. As you... And there is a round table similar to this. And there are five other seats at the table. Who are the five other people you want at your table? I love this. I love it so much. Because I was here last week, I actually did think about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I cheated. Proceed. Number one would have to be my partner, my sole partner. I would want him to be there. He would add so much. Um, but then it would be too short, who is my all-time favorite rapper. Wow. I think that is a first. first person to say too short. I love it. (laughs) Then it would be Beyonce, my spirit animal. Okay. I think I would want Nina Simone too. She's also one of one of the people that have kind of helped me get through a lot of things. Actually, Um, maybe Kobe. Right. Got one more. The Mamba, Black Mamba. Too mm. short, Nina Simone, Beyonce, and Kobe Bryant. You got one more. Oh, and, and Apollo. Oh, yeah. Is that five? That's yeah, it. it is five. Okay, there we go, five. then. Tables go. up. That's a That's dope it. list. That's yeah. a real dope yeah. list, for sure. So. Shout out to you. You're the, you. He's right. First person to say too short. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be a rapper when I was going to an all-white high school. So. You got bars? No. Coming, coming, no. coming out of West, West not e- Forward? I'm not even Iggy Azalea. <laughs> like, worthy. So, unfortunately... Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. All right. So since you do listen to the show, I'm not going to let you cheat anymore. Dang. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question that's never been asked oh. before. All right. If you were in a movie or if there was a movie about your life, who would be the leading role? Who would play you? Mm. Got gotcha. you. Yep. Who would play me? Do they have to be alive? Doesn't matter. No. Anyone? I would probably go with Anna, Anna Nicole Smith. Oh I'd wow! Her play me, yeah. She's okay. from Texas. Yeah. You know. I've been to the Bahamas too. I've seen where she's buried at. Yeah, she's buried in the Bahamas. You didn't know that, did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Oh, that is right. Shout out to you for bringing bringing new names to the show. I yeah, like it. for sure. You know, that's what I do. Um, this has been such a treat for for us. Um, it's it's cool because we talk about manifestation, right? And and seeing some of our work impact other people right because we talked about hey listen i ultimately just want to impact one person and and i think we've we've achieved that um but it's really cool to see you step into your own uh, as a part of your own process and your own journey um so i uh, first of all salute you thank you uh shout out to you nia for for stepping out on faith and, and making making it happen um as you know we do have a magical time machine here in the lab um, what advice would Nia be giving herself from five years ago? Oh, mm, mm. probably just to believe in yourself. I always had a strong belief in myself, but I think probably five years ago, it started to falter a little bit. It got a little rocky for me. Probably for the first time in my life, I felt true like damn like i'm in it like i'm in it right now Hmm. so i think just that belief that you're going to get through like it's going to be okay you are going to see that light at the end of the tunnel even though you can't right now so i definitely think 
just believe in yourself. Love it. Love it. All right. So we're going to make you a little bit older, a little bit wiser. Mm -hmm. What advice is the older version of Nia? What advice is she telling you today? Play. Play. Get out and play. Do whatever it is that makes you happy, that makes you feel like a kid again. If you've got kids, you should be out there with them, running around, sweating. Do something active that gets your heart happy. Love that. Love that. Well, Nia, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Uh, Visionaries, thank you for tuning in. If you really like this episode and the content that we, uh, the podcast that we did today, make sure you go ahead and like and subscribe and follow us on all social media platforms. Uh, remember, each one of our guests are dropping nuggets of wisdom here on the Trail of Life. Ultimately, it's up to you to pick them up. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Mosley. He is Ryan Cuffey. Thank you again to our guest, Nia, Thank host you. of the SMS Sensei podcast. And uh, we'll see you guys next week in another great episode of the Vision Lab podcast. Thanks. Blessings. <laughs>